Welcome back to the Pro Journey Podcast. And it's been a long time actually since I've done an episode. And a lot of people have requested that I go back to doing it. So I figured, you know, I can start adding maybe an episode a week and get back into it. So today, without further ado, we're going to start talking about podcast and the pro journey. And with this episode, I wanted to discuss basically cash cows and how they're set up, how they operate, and how it's killing the American youth soccer dream. Now, if you watch my Instagram or you watch my YouTube or even my TikTok, you'll see that I've been talking about this kind of stuff for a while. And I took a break from podcasting and now I decided to make the decision to come back. So what better way than to highlight the problems that are occurring because of cash cows that you would say, and it's a great point, right? So here's the deal. What is a cash cow? A cash cow, in my opinion, is an organization that does basically anything it can to make money. Now, businesses, whether it's a LLC, an S-Corp, a even 501c3 nonprofit, these are all businesses. Now, they need to make money. And I, and I get that. And I understand it. I have a business. I have a nonprofit. So, of course, everything at the end of the day comes down to dollars. In order to stay open, they need to have money and they need a revenue money. Now, that's not the problem that I have with cash cows. And in a second, I'm going to tell you what my problem is. And I think a lot of you can agree and attest to this that these are the problems that are happening within the United States, within our country, within the U.S. youth soccer system. And we've had one or two professionals come out and maybe give a quote about it. And what I noticed was after doing some research, some extensive research, nobody was talking about this kind of stuff. Everybody was just kind of, you know, skipping past youth development and saying, oh, well, the U.S. men's national team is doing great. You know, we're ranked like 11th or 12th in the world or whatever the ranking is. And I'm like, that's great, but we're still skipping the fundamental issue that's happening and it's about our youth development system. So where am I going with this? And it all stems back to cash cows. So here's the issue that I have. Let's look at some brief numbers and this will help, I think, get you to understand where I'm going with it. So basically you have cash cows that charge a fee of let's say $3,000 for competitive and they're going to have 12,000 kids. So I don't need to do the math. If you want to do the math, go ahead, but it's a stupid amount of money. So I don't think pay to play is the problem. I think it can be a problem and it is a problem in our country because of how it's set up. So if you pay $3,000 at a minimum, you should be receiving $3,000 of benefits in value. And that's what it should be. You should be receiving a value of at least $3,000. But really, it should be, you know, if you pay $3,000, you should be receiving value of, say, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten thousand $10,000 of benefit. The problem is, and this is where the cash cow comes into play, you're paying for $3,000 worth of training Yet the value you are receiving is 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, 100 dollars. So it's gone in the complete opposite direction. The costs and the fees are skyrocketing for training and, and for your son to participate or your daughter to participate. Yet the value that you receive is diminishing significantly to the point where there is no more value. You're getting almost nothing out of it. And this is what I'm trying to bring to light with the current system is that you can pay for a service, fine, but then the organization that you're 
paying should be giving you value greater than what you're paying, if that makes sense. So again, if you pay $3,000, you should be receiving at a minimum at least $4,000 worth of value. Now, how can we add this all up and, and make that determination? Not going to be able to answer that for you today, but at least I'm trying to bring to light the problem that is happening with the cash cow and why it's a almost a pandemic in the United States because it's almost every single organization that has over a thousand kids, you become as a parent and a player, nothing other than a number. Who can pay the most money and those clubs or those cash cows deliver the least amount of value possible. And this is the issue that I have. I don't appreciate that you guys as parents and players can pay X amount of money and get nothing back from a value standpoint. So you're actually at a loss every single year. Because if you do the math, on average, with all costs included, so this includes training, tournaments, uniforms, travel, league games, hotel stay, food, you're going to spend roughly $10,000 or more or year. So on average, the average family is going to spend over the course of 10 years, say from 8 to 18 years old, they're going to spend over $101,756. So $101,756. Sorry, I did that wrong. But I think you get the point. And the amount of money that you're going to spend in 10 years for your son or daughter to play competitive soccer is astronomical. So from a value standpoint of spending that much money, you should be receiving 4X or 3X at least that amount. That would be $300,000 worth of value in 10 years. And correct me if I'm wrong, you are not receiving that much in value. Realistically, over 10 years, you're probably receiving, I would say, maybe 20,000 compared to that 100,000. And that's honestly probably a stretch. So that's the point of everything I talk about with the cash cows. Because if you think about it, you got to pay your club. Well, because your club doesn't provide the value at training, you now have to pay a private trainer three to four times a week at a minimum of $50 a pop. Well, on top of that, you're also doing futsal. That's at least $100 a month, if not more. And typically it's more. And now you're talking about anything else that you have them do like ODP or camps. And so you can kind of just see where this is kind of going to spiral and get out of control. Now, if you have the financial resources to do so, then, you know, power to you, fine, do it. But what I'm trying to bring to light is the amount of money that you have to spend to find success when you pay a club organization, a cash cow, $3,000 a year plus fees and everything else for tournaments and uniforms and blee, blee, blah, blah, blah. And I don't know about you, but that to me is completely unacceptable. And you as a parent should be like, hey, I'm not cool with this. And to be honest with you, I have a bunch of online programs that I used to sell and make a decent amount of, on, a decent amount of money on. It wasn't life-changing for me, but it was cool to see the money coming in. And I made a recent decision to make every single one of my online programs 100% free to you guys. Why? Because I believe that education should be free so that way you can hopefully break out of the, the cash cow system. And I'm sure somebody's going to ask, how do you stop the cash cow? Not going to discuss that today, but I will do that in a future episode. But yes, back to the point. 
All of my online content that I used to charge a lot of money for is now 100% free. That you can go to my website, uh, which is signlsports.com, or go to my Instagram page or my YouTube channel, and you'll be able to find the link that will take you there, and you can grab every single one of my online courses for free. I have three footwork courses, so this is like ball work, what you would call ball mastery. I'm now calling it mastery of a ball, or mastering the ball. I have two college recruiting courses. I have two development plans, one for mental, so your mind, and one for daily habits, how you need to change your daily life to be better. And then I have a master plan that is thoroughly in-depth that will kind of like walk you through the entire process. It's kind of game-changing in my opinion. But I have all that content now 100% free and really ready to help educate you because I went through this system, guys. Like, I did it. I'm 30 years old now. I went through the entire system and I got screwed just like every single one of you are now going through. And I didn't have parents that knew how to navigate it, one. And two, I had to learn this through trial and error. So I've been through every single level of youth soccer, played college at an NCAA Division II school for four years. I played semi-professionally in France. When I was a younger player in my youth, I went on trials for two professional clubs, one in South America and one in Europe. And then I've even represented the U.S. men's national team in futsal at a futsal World Cup in Argentina in 2019. So have I reached the pinnacle of the game by saying, hey, I've played in the Champions League and whatnot? No, I haven't done that. But I have done some things that many people, in fact, 99.9% of people can't say they've done. And I have represented my country at a World Cup. And that was one of my dreams. And I've done that. And what I'm trying to do now with my education process is really help you guys, one, educate yourselves, two, help the next generation get to the next level, and then three, I want to be the guy that helps the 0.01% players get somewhere. That is my goal, and that's why I deliver this content, because the people that I want to work with are the next elite generation of players, and that's what I'm looking to work with. So, keep working, keep hustling, let's keep the conversation going, and share this with a friend so we can keep the momentum rolling. And don't forget to check out my social pages, TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. And I'll see you guys later. Have a great day. Hey guys, I absolutely love that you're checking out and listening to the podcast. And I only have one ask quickly, and that would be if you could please share this podcast with somebody else that you maybe know that is going through the system or struggling to navigate it from the youth soccer perspective. And that would mean the absolute world to me because, as you know, I don't sell anything through the podcast and I don't have any sponsorships. And the more people that I can help, that is my overall objective. So I would absolutely love if you could share this with somebody. Take the five seconds to do so by sending it through social media or WhatsApp or whatever way that you like to share content. And I will make sure that I continue to deliver valuable and insightful content for you.